we do have online Kubra Smith. Um, Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Shukran so much for, for coming on air with us today. Up one, up one, anytime. Yes, yeah, so so tell me about, you know, um, obviously you're very brave to come on air and chat about this. How have things been, especially with you, because now you are taking care of your husband at the moment? Um, so far, things, things have things have deteriorated with time, right? Yes. Because when my husband um, was diagnosed, which was last year in June, he was diagnosed with a motor neuron disease. It yes. was a shock. It was a shock to the whole family. We couldn't believe it. And even I myself, I've heard about motor neuron disease, but mm-hmm. I never actually knew what the disease was about up until I experienced it with my husband. Okay. So, so was um, he playing so right? Prior, prior yeah. to that, eh, prior to that, when the symptoms started, right? Yeah. It started in, say, the beginning of January, it started. Okay. It started with... Um, was a was just a lump that he had um, much of his toe basically his toe was very numb started yes. with that okay and then obviously so we just thought okay it's maybe it's a rugby incident because i mean he's been through so many rugby incidents and stuff like that so mm. we thought okay maybe it is just like that an injury mm. an injury yes okay and then we now went to go get um, stuff at the cameras and we got stuff like for because he had a little bit of a cramp also in his leg and then we went to go and get um, stuff at the cameras, and then it didn't actually help. Then with time, um, it just started, the, the foot actually became worse. Okay. Then he started having a lump, and then he started telling me that um, he can't really feel his foot. Oh. And then there was time when he went to go work, and then he actually tripped, tripped on the job. Okay. And then they came back and they told me that um, he's tripping and he's falling and all this kind of stuff because of the foot. And then eventually I told him, no, Karam, we need to not go to the doctor. We need to find out what is happening with his foot. Okay. We eventually went to the doctor and the doctor gave us a letter and we went to the hospital. And at the hospital, they um, they did all the checkups and everything. Yeah. And they said at that time, this is what your husband has. Yes. He's got the motor neuron disease. So, so, when the, so when the doctor diagnosed him, the doctor said already, yes. um, he had it already about two, two, two yeah, already, already had it about two, two and a half years at the time of diagnosis. Okay. Um, so, you know what, I, I, I want to say, because I, I know some of these things, and, and it can be very sensitive, some of the things, you know, um, oh. that I can say, it's, it's, it's definitely... It's weakening of the muscles and it affects the ability to breathe. Is that true? It, um, it's actually the, it is basically what motor neuron disease is in your brain, right? Yes. There is cells called neurons. Yes. Uh, neurons is what gives, uh, what sends messages to your body for movement and for your muscles to work. Yes. So because that tissue, that cell in your brain is damaged. Yes. Now because it's damaged, the brain cannot send any messages from your from your brain to your spinal yeah. cord. So the connection is actually damaged. Yes. So your muscles decay in your body. Uh, so okay. every organ, everything in your body consists of a muscle. And you obviously need your muscles mm. for your organs to function properly. properly. Yes. And so what happened with my husband is his muscles is busy decaying in his body. And because of that, oh he can't really walk. He can't really move his body much. Yes. So the beginning of the year, 
he picked up a bit of a flu. Okay. And due to the fact that he picked up the flu and he was coughing and he was coughing and he was coughing while his muscles were really weak in his body. Okay. That affected his chest. Yes. So his diaphragm and his chest became weak. Oh, that's And because really his sad. diaphragm became weak in the chest, he couldn't actually really cough out the flame. He couldn't actually really do any of those things. And you couldn't actually breathe properly because his diaphragm is weak and your lungs need your diaphragm to obviously serve the purpose so it can function. Okay. So in a way, so now, two weeks ago, so two weeks ago, my husband was rushed to the hospital due to the fact that he couldn't breathe, he just had an attack. Yeah. And we rushed him to the hospital and, and he was in ICU because his breathing rate was so bad. Okay. You, the doctor said your breathing rate needs to be over 92, and his was like 53. Okay. And then when they rushed into the hospital, they said that basically there's nothing much they can actually do for your for your husband. They can't actually fix it, they can't repair it because everything is busy decaying in his body. Okay. And I mean, for us as your wife and your mother and your brother mm. and your kids, it is the worst thing ever possible for us to actually hear because you travel the world to get the cure for your husband. Mm. But what I can say is, right, everybody's to us. Everybody's to us was so important. Right? My husband came home, we got him, a, uh, we got him a, the bypass machine because the doctor said he cannot... We cannot live off. We can't live without the bypass machine. What the bypass machine does is it blows air into the lungs. Okay. Because you can, you can exhale, you can inhale the oxygen, yeah. but you cannot exhale the carbon dioxide. Okay. So the bypass helps expand the lungs to exhale the carbon dioxide. Okay. So when you go sleep in the evening, I can tell you now, eh? When you go sleep in the evening, it is the worst thing ever because I wake up like practically every five minutes with my husband, it's okay. And when you go sleep in the evening, you have to sleep with a bypass machine and you cannot sleep without it because what the doctor explained is when he goes in line, when all of us sleep, our body relaxes. Our muscles relaxes, we all relax. So when he goes into a, into a deep sleep and his body relaxes and his muscles relaxes, it's not strong enough to help the lungs breathe. So that is why the the, the bypass machine is there, and you have to sleep on. You have to sleep with that on, so that blows air into the lungs and it helps him breathe. So, so all of so all of us, we are we are we are all trying to be strong. We making do our every single yeah. day. We leaving everything in our hands because only Allah only Allah knows when, and only Allah, only Allah knows. That Allah knows best. Yeah. But um. It has for everybody. It's sad for all of us, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's there is, there is, a, it is, there is, a, it is a, it is the worst. Yeah. It is for me personally, this disease, it is the worst disease ever because your brain is at its full capacity. There's nothing wrong with your brain. There's nothing wrong with your heart. And it doesn't affect your feelings and your emotions. Okay. Now, can you imagine somebody that's laying here? His brain is quite... His brain is wide awake, yeah. but he cannot get up and he yeah. cannot do what okay. he wants to do. And, yeah. and Kubra, can I ask you, do, does the doctors give a life expectan- expectancy after diagnosis? Do they yes, arrange they, the years? They do. Yes. they do. They say that it is a two to five year life wow. expectancy. 
How old is your husband? And my husband is 45 years old. And has he been playing rugby since a little boy? And he's been playing boy. rugby his whole entire life. Since he was oh. like small already. He's like well known amongst everybody and in the yes. rugby field and everybody. So my house is always filled with so many people that's coming to visit him. He's a rugby player. Everybody misses him on the field because they know he was like a crazy guy. Yes. He was there and he was loud and he was fun and he was adventurous and crazy and everything. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that is, uh, you know, it's really sad, I think, just to know. But also, you know, that the family support unit is standing by. Motor neuron isn't something that it's, it's very rare. And, um, it's very rare. Yes, and it affects, I mean, just for listeners, it affects the muscles of the arms, legs, mouth, respiratory system, the means everything. of survival. Every is muscle the, in yeah. your body, even your, even your throat, every muscle in yes. your body. So does he yeah. eventually get to the point where it's progressive um, or where it nearly gets to palsy, where he can't, he's going to have so much difficulty speaking, eating, swallowing? He, he, for now, he can still swallow, he yeah. can still eat, he can still do all of those things. He cannot walk because his, leg, his one wow. leg is completely dead. The nerves in that leg are completely dead. The other leg, it's got out of five, it yes. is like four out of five dead. Okay. It's a little bit life left in there. His hands, yes, he can still move his hands. Okay. He can still talk, but he doesn't speak as loud as what he used to. He speaks very softly now due to the fact that his voice box yes. is also is weakening. Wow. So the muscles in his throat is also weakening. But he can eat still, he can swallow, he can drink, he can do all of those things yet. Does the medical aid cover, have you been, Is is it's, it must be a very expensive treatment. So, yes. I mean, is the, is the medical, are you reaching out um, to the medical aid or to family or to anything like that for costs? Yes, we have. We have. We're busy um, organizing a fundraiser, which is happening okay. on Sunday because the cost of all this stuff and this equipment is very expensive. Okay, so it on Sunday. Even the medication that you must get every month month for his, um, for cramps and stuff like that, it is all very expensive. And the medical aid only covers you to a certain point. It doesn't cover you for everything. And it's always a mission to put in the motivation and to put in all of these things and it takes forever to come back to you. Then okay. you must go back to them and it, it goes on like that. So, um, so what is so the yeah. function, the fundraiser on Sunday? Can people come? The, Do they have to buy tickets? The, the fundraiser is happening on Sunday. It's yes. happening at Ottery. Yes. At um, Turfel Primary okay. in Ottery, yes. yes, and that is opposite. It's the Turfel Primary School. It's happening from three to five. Yeah. It's sorry, at Ferndale Primary School Hall, okay. and the ticket is a hundred rand. But okay. I mean, you can donate anything because most of the tickets is already sold out. So there okay. is a there is a relief account for Ikaram where any donation sponsors okay. you can just transfer money into the account. Yes. So that is what we we actually doing. It's a high team aid of Ikaram to okay. help with funds and those kind of things. Yeah. And then uh, tell me, um, how can people get hold of you if they want to, obviously, um, you know, um, if they want to contribute more? You can take my telephone number. Okay. And then you can call me and no then I will... Um, I will give you um, the information and the details and everything. Okay. And my contact number, it is 078. Yes. Triple one eight zero two nine 
That's okay. Um, Kubla, shukran so much. And, and, and just from Voice of the Cape and Sports Up, we just wanted to wish your husband a speedy recovery. Um, yes, and, and all the best, inshallah, and, and love and strength to your entire family. And um, I really commend you all for standing um, together in this really difficult time. Shukran, much appreciate it. Shukran, very much. Afan, assalamu alaikum, Kubra. Alaikum, salam, salam.